This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV. It's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerRom.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros. Before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerRom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Hey, I have a new email address this year. If you're trying to get a hold of me, you can do it at SNIV at Mac.com. Okay, enough talk about me. Let's talk about soccer. Normally, I only focus on American soccer, but our top story this week comes from south of the border. Hugo Sanchez is sacked. The head coach for the Mexican national team was given his walking papers on Monday. This came after he failed to get the U-23 Mexican team to qualify for the Olympics in China. Actually, the team didn't even make it out of the group when Canada beat Guatemala 5-0. I'm a little sad to see Sanchez go since he really wasn't making the Mexican team any better, and it's always fun for me to watch Mexico get beat by the United States. But at the same time, I also enjoy seeing a blowhard get what's coming. See, Sanchez had spent four years publicly campaigning for the head coach spot. He ridiculed and insulted the previous coach, Ricardo Lavolpe, every chance he could. Sanchez boasted he could do a better job, and in the end, he couldn't. As head coach, Sanchez was 14-9-3 for the full men's side. That includes a loss to the United States in the final of last year's Gold Cup. La Volpe's record was 37-19-13. That's about the same winning percentage for both coaches, but La Volpe's record included a trip to the 2006 World Cup. So, adios, Hugo. Mexico is now looking for a new coach who can lead the nation through the World Cup qualifiers for 2010. Back in the States, the first game back in L.A. for Carlos Ruiz did not end up well. The striker was injured in the match against Colorado. He is going to have surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his knee. That means he'll be out of action for four to six weeks. That's not good news for Ruiz, nor for the Galaxy. More on their problems coming up a little bit later. Injuries also hit the New England Revolution. Star striker Taylor Twellman did not start in the season opener on Saturday. It turns out he, too, has a torn meniscus in his knee. He had surgery on Tuesday. He will also miss four to six weeks. To make matters worse for the Revs, playmaker Steve Ralston dislocated his shoulder during Saturday's game. He will undergo more tests to see how long he'll be sidelined. Unlike the Galaxy, New England may have enough depth to weather this injury storm rather well. Let's get to the games. There were five games on television on Saturday and one more on Sunday. It was great to see, especially after the long offseason. It all started in Columbus. Toronto traveled to Ohio looking for a road win. Those were hard to come by for the expansion club in 2007. 
They haven't found a road win in 2008 yet either. Columbus won 2-0. Just before halftime, crew keeper Will Hesmer saved a penalty kick, which was then cleared by Adam Moffitt. Moffitt had a great game, getting a goal in the 26th minute as well. In Salt Lake City, fans were hoping Real would get an opening day win for the first time in club history. And it looked like it was about to happen, too. Chicago gave up an own goal in the 71st minute, giving RSL the lead. But then superstar Cuauhtemoc Blanco blasted a shot into the back of the net in injury time. That gave Chicago a 1-1 tie and a point on the road. In Foxborough, it was a rematch of the last two MLS Cups. Houston traveled to New England. Both teams have had consistent rosters for the last several years, but this year New England has had to make more changes than usual. The Revs lost Pat Noonan in the offseason, and as I mentioned earlier, Taylor Twelman was unable to play because of his knee. Is that a problem? I don't think so. New England picked up two Ghanaian players since last year, and they are going to be huge here in the States. Striker Kenny Mansali and outside midfielder Saini Nyasi Gave the Dynamo fits all day long. The final score was 3-0 for New England. Hey, do yourself a favor. Go to MLSNet.com and watch Nyasi's goal. He basically took the ball three-quarters the length of the field, abused Houston's defense, and in the end left keeper Pat Onstad sitting on his rear wondering what went wrong. Kansas City is usually able to start the season rather strong. The last two years, they've been at the top of the charts through May and June. It's the second half of the year they haven't figured out. Well, this year is starting off pretty nicely once again. The Wizards had all the magic hosting D.C. United. Just after halftime, newcomer even Trujillo slid home the opening goal for Kansas City. Fifteen minutes later, another newcomer, Claudio Lopez, put away the ceiling goal D.C. goes home scoreless. It will be interesting to see if the newcomers for the Wizards will be able to keep Kansas City in contention for the entire season this year. Saturday finished up with the Galaxy facing the Rapids. Two of L.A.'s stars, Landon Donovan and David Beckham, played in international matches in Europe earlier in the week, and both of them seemed affected by the jet lag and the altitude there in Colorado. No such problems for the Rapids. They abused L.A. for four goals. Terry Cook, not David Beckham, was the international midfielder who looked like a star. Cook had a goal and two assists and was named MLS's Player of the Week. Finally, on Sunday, FC Dallas hosted Chivas USA. Dallas is hoping this year to improve their defense, especially late in the game, while at the same time, they hope to find a way to score without Carlos Ruiz. Well, hopefully for Hoops fans, Sunday's match is not a sign of things to come. The Toros only struck once, a Juan Toha goal in the 27th minute. But Chivas USA never gave up, and it paid off for them. The Goats equalized in the 84th minute when former Cuban Michael Galindo beat Dario Sala from the top of the arc. Chivas opens 2008 with a tie on the road. Let's get to the schedule. ESPN 2's MLS season starts on Thursday with the doubleheader. New England travels to Chicago at 8 Eastern. 
Then at 10.30, L.A. hosts a new old enemy. It's the return of San Jose Earthquakes. Frank Yellup goes up against his old team while L.A. tries to figure out how to win without one-third of their big-name stars. On Saturday, Kansas City hosts the Colorado Rapids. The game begins at 5 Eastern on direct kick. D.C. United hosts Toronto. Both teams are looking for their first points of the season. You can look at the game on direct kick at 7.30. The Red Bulls join the action with their season opener. They'll face the crew also at 7.30. This match is on Fox Soccer Channel. Chivas USA will host Real Salt Lake. You can watch on HDNet at 10.30 Eastern. Then it's another Sunday game for FC Dallas. This time they head to Houston to play the Dynamo. Both teams are trying to make up for last week. They'll be on Telefutura this week at 3 Eastern. That's all for us this week. I need to say thanks to SoccerRom.com for all their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.